Welcome to the Tweet Trends Podcast. Hey, Yvette, what's trending today? Hey, I'm Yvette. Hey, girl. And you are tuned into Tweet Trends. It's the quickest way to find out what's trending today. Do you know what day it is? On October 3rd? Yes, I mean what day it was. It's October 3rd. That's right, and it's Mean Girls Day. Welcome back to Tweet Trends. Today's episode is, uh, I don't know how to describe it, kind of like maybe what mean girls might do or what might happen to mean girls. It all kind of revolves around mean girls, kind of, sort of. Let's get started. So one of the things that mean girls may end up doing is growing up to become mean moms. And in being a mean mom, they may tell lies to their kids. And that's where this first story comes in, that there was um, a study done in Singapore about dealing with how much children are lied to by their parents and how that has affected them as adults. Um, Do they lie more? Do they have difficulty adjusting? And that's exactly what they found. Now, when I first read this, and there's a picture, and I thought it was an elf on the shelf that the girl had in her hand, but it's actually a Pinocchio little marionette. So... Because initially, when I think of lying to kids, I think of, you know, Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, things like that. But this um, study was a little bit different. The research here was more along the lines of authority assertion over children as to why parents would lie. So more like lies like, if you don't behave, I'm going to call the police and have them come and arrest you. Or, you know, things like that where you're trying to force the kid to do something that that they don't want to do and you try to use some outside force to make them comply. So basically, the research suggests that parenting by lying is a practice that has negative consequences for children when they grow up. And it's not hard to believe. You know, a lot of times I think, though, adults feel that I said this And it rolls off the kids back, kind of like how people say things to us. And we either hear it, we don't hear it, but we keep it moving regardless. But with kids, they remember everything. Like they take in little stuff and they put it in the little file cabinet in their heads and they come back to it. So basically what they're saying is that parents should be aware of the potential downstream implications and consider alternatives to lying, such as acknowledging children's feelings. Imagine that. And, and, you know, it's funny that I should even mention this because I had a situation where a friend with a friend where our kids had a little altercation and her kid was in the wrong. Mine was really upset and I was acknowledging her feelings and my friend like blew up like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe you're coddling her like that. And I'm sitting there like, are you kidding me? I want her to know that she's justified to feel hurt and upset. But the the bottom line was I couldn't undo what the girl did. The girl couldn't undo what what she did because it we'd be there all night. It it was it was Clovergate. I'm just gonna call it Clovergate. There was a clover, four leaf clover that was found. The other girl took her clover, threw it in the bushes somewhere, 
you know, it's hard enough to find a four leaf clover to begin with, but then to find one that was thrown into a bush. Yeah, the, we just didn't have enough hours in the day to try to right that wrong. But back to the topic, though. Um, so acknowledging the children's feelings, that's where I was. So if parents gave information so the children's know what to expect or offer choices and problem solving, do that sort of thing together to get that good behavior from the kids other than trying to bully them or scare them into doing the right thing. So, you know, I thought this was a pretty good idea. Check out the link for it. Another thing about Mean Girls, they probably have a hard time keeping a job. So guess what? Uber is about to be there for them because they're coming up with a new app that's going to match temporary workers with job vacancies. Now, this particular app, um, they've been testing it for a year in Chicago, and they're going to roll it out in Chicago to start with like the full-fledged version. It's called UberWorks, and... On Friday, it's going to start connecting businesses with temp workers. Now, the they're they're actually teaming up with temp agencies to do this. That like they don't want these people to be thinking that they work for Uber. No, you don't work for Uber. You work through the temp agency for whatever the job is that needs you. But their goal is to connect blue collar workers with businesses that need to fill in gaps, which sounds really great because what they're trying to do is eliminate bottlenecks to finding work and to help people find jobs without having to put their information in every single time. I cannot tell you how frustrating that is when you are applying for a job here, there, here, there, and you have to fill out these freaking applications. It is a pain in the butt. And so to me, it's no wonder that sometimes people get frustrated and give up because it's such a tedious task at just trying to be seen when here this app sounds like it's going to um, be very helpful in alleviating some of that extra stress and anxiety. You do it once, your information's in, and then from there you use the app to see, well, who needs this and I got this. Let me click here, boom, bam, bim, I'm in, I got me a job. You know, it may not be a lasting job, but if it's something to tie you over until you get something better, then, you know, everybody wins. Another thing that Mean Girls do, they come up with rules that maybe you've never even heard of or you don't understand the rule. So here is one about Americans needing to have an enhanced ID if they want to board an airline flight within the next year. So basically October 1st, 2020, there's this rule that's going to go into effect where you have to have a real ID driver's license. Did you hear my air quotes there? Real ID. And, um, but the crazy thing is all states don't offer it yet. So you can't get it in every state. Um, and depending on when your license expires, like say your license expires this month and your state doesn't even offer it yet. So you have to get your license renewed, but 
you kind of want to get this real ID thing so that you don't have to have to come back and get it done. Because who likes hanging out at the DMV? Not I, said the cat. But um, yeah, so I'm sitting here and I'm looking at this article and I was like, I have never heard of this before. Like, this is brand new. And in the article, they show you an example of what it looks like and it <laughs> the first thing I thought of was like a a test or something because it had like one two like numbers next to the different things and although the highest number on here is 17 um it's not 17 different pieces of information from what I can tell but it it supposedly has little special things about it that makes it more difficult for someone to forge one of these ID cards. And amazingly, they're saying that it's been in the works since 9-11, that they've been trying to come up with a plan, and this is the plan. But I'm still kind of confused and concerned with the fact that I haven't seen anything about this. Like, I haven't seen anything on my local news about it. Or in the mail, you would think that there'd be something in the mail. I'm sure the DMV doesn't want to have to send letters to everybody. But you have to get the information out somehow. So I kind of went into a little panic mode. But then the more I read, then they kind of let you off the hook a little. And they're like, okay. But there's also other forms of ID that are considered real ID compliant for those people who like don't have the need to have a driver's license. And, you know, they go through different things like a passport card, Department of Homeland Security, trust travel cards, um, Nexus, Century and Fast Program stuff, Um Department of Defense ID cards issued to military members and their dependents, permanent, excuse me, permanent resident cards, border crossing cards. I didn't even know that existed. What is a border crossing card? Um, You know, federal recognized tribal issued photo IDs. So it sounds like just about everything that we already have out there is acceptable so then I'm not really understanding where these real IDs are coming from so I don't know I'm gonna post it you check it out see what you think and you know you may want to check your local DMV to see you know do you have these real IDs coming down the pipeline when is that gonna be and how do we go about getting one All right. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Tweet Trends. Do me a favor and head on over to Twitter and follow me at Hey Yvette. That's at H-E-Y-E-V-E-T-T-E. Or just look for the hashtag Tweet Trends. I want to shout out this organization real quick. It's The Other Ones Foundation. You can find them on Twitter at 2Found. That's at T-O-O. F-O-U-N-D. Now, this organization is trying to reduce panhandling. So what they're doing is they're giving homeless people jobs. They have them cleaning green areas and they're paying them for it like $15 an hour. And I think this is absolutely awesome. So the Other Ones Foundation in Austin, Texas, way to go, guys. Before I go, another thing is remember that today is Mean Girls Day, but it's not about being mean and it has nothing to do with girls. But basically, the bottom line is be true to yourself in spite of social pressure. All right. I'll see you on Tuesday. Have a great weekend.